Welcome to Peace Pods. I'm Heather, and I will be guiding you through this Peace Pod today. I'm coming on. This is going to be actually part two of looking at the fall energy and Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic practices, things to keep in mind. And I came on and shared with you a lot about what we can look at in the way of food, immune system, staying well, kind of keeping our body healthy. And when I finished the the pod, I realized there was a lot more that I wanted to share and kind of the, the whole element of the energetics behind the fall season and what that brings to us. So um, I want to start just kind of recapping a little bit about in Chinese medicine, we look at the fall being the lung the lung channel. It actually pairs with lung and large intestine. And that has to do also do with the element of air, metal. Um, and in Ayurvedic, we would be looking at that air element as well. And the every, so we talked about last time I brought up how we can do a color for food that it's kind of a fun way to bring in, look what's you know, what produce or things that are around us and the element or the color for fall is white. So what kind of white foods can we bring in? Root vegetables, um, you know, radishes. And I am going to make up a, a longer list that you can look up on my website as well for just some good food suggestions for the fall. And so that's that's one way we can just kind of quickly have a reference guide. So the emotion, so the energetics and the emotion I wanted to bring up a little bit with fall is that lung is associated with grief. And, you know, it's interesting because we've got lung and heart are connected and, you know, our breath um, being kind of our, our spirit and then the essence of, of fall being grief when we look at the changes in the season, obviously many of the trees, they're losing their leaves and they're going through this transition. And, you know, sometimes they're going through a death, depending on, you know, certain plants won't come back. Other plants are going more into that inward, you know, they're going to, you know, hibernate, if you would, for the time for the season to come and then they'll come back. So I liked to think about fall as not only being grief and death. Sometimes that is what's happening. Um, even energetically, we might look at things that we want to let go of in our life that we don't, that aren't serving us well, that we don't want to come back. And other times it's a, a transformation and we might be going through a change of of letting go of things, but also growing into something new that will manifest down the road. So just even that idea, they kind of go hand in hand, this letting go, um, kind of the death or transformation of things, and then a, a rebirth, which we would look at in spring. And there was a, there was a piece that I love to, that bringing in from, again, kind of that combination of Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic is looking at the seasons and looking at the seasons in our lives. So uh, for Ayurvedic terms, we look at kapha, pitta, and vata. Kapha being that water and earth element, and pitta being the fire, that, uh, yes, that transformational fire energy, and vata being that air, that mental, uh, thoughtful energy. So we look at when we're born, 
our, our little human bodies are born from and into that kappa energy. And that is that, you know, we're coming from the womb, the water, and I, I think about like a little baby, where do they first kind of living on the ground, right? They're crawling, they're in, you know, into everything, they're feeling and touching, and they're on the earth. And so that first, if we look at, if we kind of split our lives into three parts, right? The first, you know, let's say, if we're lucky, we're looking at a 90, 90 year span, we could you know, somewhere around there. So, you know, for that first growth, even for the first 25 years, we're in this kind of kappa growth, discovery, learning, um, our bodies and minds are still growing and really absorbing, right? Taking in, um, it's a it's a very kind of unique time in our life, right? That That's that whole kappa phase. As we get older, let's say we've, you know, kind of made it through that, that mid-20s to 30, then we look at that next time of our lives as the, as the pitta, as the fire, and that's this whole time of creation. So whether we are, you know, kind of coming from college or, or we're working, we might be building relationships, p- coming into union or partnership, we might be building a family or building a business, we're, we're doing, we're in this very much of a even Chinese medicine, kind of that yang energy, right? We're, we're creating, we're manifesting. And that's a big part of that middle phase in our life that we are continually growing and, and really utilizing, integrating. You could even think of integrating and creation. And then when we look at the last chapter, the, the last piece or phase, we look at the vata. And the vata, it's, it's so fascinating because the vata now is, is the, kind of the energy, the importance or our connection is going to be more with the mental aspect, with our wisdom, with knowledge. I was thinking how I think as we get older, sometimes people will come into perhaps teaching or writing because there's the sense of we've lived all of this, right? We've discovered and, and learned things and then we manifested and we've been through things and had experiences. And now there's this time to share in a different way. And many of you know my, you know, my background is um, very much <clears throat> how to stay well and healthy and, and keep our bodies fit as, for as long as we can. But we also know in this, this later time in our life that our body is shifting, it's changing. It will never be that 20-year-old body again. So we know there's change. We can definitely still keep it functioning and healthy and strong and, and vital, but we are shifting and we know that so in that essence that vata time is is that we're connecting a little more to mind mental and spirit where the body will be a little bit less i don't want to say less important but less of the future in a way right so we've kind of been through the the body phase was very important and now we still need to balance and and honored keep it well uh, so for, so we can have quality of life but our focus shifts into that that wisdom. I, I love that idea, the vata. That that's it's so rich, and it's um, I'm excited to be moving more towards that as well. I find that teaching that teaching and sharing is so important. Um, I can feel that desire in my own self to to be kind of giving back in a way, right? Sharing. So those are the, the phases. So we have kappa as the first part of our, our lives, that season. And then we have the pitta, that creation. And then the later part, we have that vata, that wisdom and mental mind energy. So with that being said, 
And the reason I'm bringing up the seasons are we know that seasons come and go. We know that seasons change. So we look at the seasons around us. We're moving into fall, then we'll have the winter season into spring, summer, late summer, and then fall again. So we know that nature is this so wonderful when it comes to practices, lessons in our lives. It's it's a teacher. It's we can always look to nature to find these pra- these like um kind of the wisdom of of the teachers that have, you know, passed on, you know, one of the meditation philosophies or um teachings is that you know the the mind the thoughts will just fit, they'll they'll come and they'll go that our discomfort will come and it will go it will change everything's always changing and that we do see in nature that everything always changes and that we tend to as 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 people we attach to the story the solidity you know we we solidify our beliefs and that oh you know my knee hurts. It's always going to hurt. This is it. That you know, it's never going to change. And that's our attachment to it versus what really is happening. That we can be a bit more aware of noticing when these things change. So why I wanted to bring on the seasons is that it's really important as we look at Chinese medicine as medicine. What can we do for our bodies food-wise, health-wise? And look at what's going on in our lives. So I gave the example there of the three bigger seasons that we all hopefully get the opportunity to live and experience. But then there's seasons within the seasons. Um, I, when I say that, I always think of, for those theater people, uh, it's like the play within the play. So there's this little side story or there's this, it's not quite little when it's our lives, but you know, there's something going on within the bigger picture. And so what that is about, for example, um, you know, in our creation phase, uh, we might be going through some difficult times. We might um, lose a parent. We might lose a spouse. We, um, you know, might have some career setbacks. We might have, uh, we might have an illness. This could also happen, obviously, in childhood. Um, we could have, you know, some loss uh, and again, in later life as well. But there can be other things. On the other side, we could be, um, you know, perhaps very athletic and we're, you know, we're, we're winning, you know, we're, we're moving forward in a career of being athletic. We could be having, you know, creating a family and just having birthing a baby. Um, we could be an entrepreneur and building a business. So the season can be, a struggle or something hard that we're dealing with, or it could be something that's exciting and full and vibrant. And again, one isn't better. The, the, everything will come and go. It'll, it'll change. But so let's say we're in that pitta phase. We could be having something go like the season within the season. We could have, we could be having, let's say I'm going to bring up the example of loss because we're looking at fall. So I I was thinking how sometimes it also is referred that as people get elderly, as they get older, that oftentimes fall will be a time when people will pass because they see the winter coming and it becomes almost like they can't think about, imagine going through another darkness, another winter. And so fall is a time 
when um, you might have experienced that people have passed, especially I think of that more of the cycle, right? So perhaps elderly that have they've lived some life and it, they can sense that they don't have that vitality to continue through. And as I as I got to thinking about that, I realized, um, well, it was interesting whenever I'm creating a teaching or, or like a retreat or a class, how it will start to also come up for me. And so this year, this last month, I I started to really sense, um, really to sense my dad. And my dad passed when I was young. I was 18. And um, he died. And uh, he was sick. And so he, he died in the hospital, actually. And um, I I was young. I That was a very close-to-home death experience. And I don't even think I knew what to, to think of it. It was confusing. It was odd. Um, you know, he had not been in my life really close. I, I saw him a little bit throughout the years. My mom and dad were, were divorced. But so I knew him, but not extremely close. But he was definitely, you know, my father and that, that dad um, role in my life. And so I think, it, you know, for 10 years, I used to kind of check in and I'm like, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know how I feel. And it's kind of like loss within loss because he left when I was young and I never felt like he was really a big part of my life. And then he died and there's another loss. And I know now for sure I'll, you know, I'm not going to see him. And, and so this fall, I started to really think about him, almost getting that sense of like, hmm, you know, maybe my dad is around and present and it could be, you know, my daughter's graduate or senior this year and we're looking you know through pictures and senior pictures and I remember him being there for my graduation so I think that was I was more thinking that oh I'm just getting that sense of remembering you know having memories and connecting with him and then it's kind of stayed with me for a good week and I started to think back and look back and realized that he passed 40 years ago and there's that you know, that kind of that big anniversary date. And I'm thinking, wow, 40 years. And looking back at how young I was and even thinking now what I've been through and what is the kind of the connection when I think about my dad now. And definitely I feel like there's more healing in the sense of kind of a a softening, a greater understanding that like even the story between my mom and dad, like that was that was kind of their story and journey to to experience. And uh, there's an easy an ease around that. Like that that wasn't really mine, and that's okay. And and then even thinking of of my dad and like oh, okay, I didn't have him around, but that's okay. And and the pieces that I do take after are are still present with me. And so there's. It, it was kind of this time, so it became like a time for me to honor him and honor my journey with that, with my dad. And so I really believe that like ceremony and rituals kind of like, um, what's the word I'm thinking? It's imperative, it's vital that we have a connection, something to do. And so I placed um, some photos of my dad and me and when I was little and it was, there was kind of the sense, it was just like joy and happiness that I could honor 
that we met, that he was my dad, that I've had these experiences. So, and then I reflected also, um, it's been, I think, nine years this year that my mom passed. And uh, my mom and I were really close. I feel very, very, very fortunate for our relationship. And um, she she also passed at the end of October. Um, and so I thought, wow, I've, you know, they're, they're my people. They're very significant people that did pass and fall. And I wanted to bring this up because we look at, sometimes we're kind of going right at that fast pace in life and we're busy. And I want to put aside or offer that you allow for some space to maybe even see what season are you in your life? What could be happening in the smaller season in that play within the play? And give yourself some permission to allow for those feelings to arise. And I think it's important too, I think when we give space to it, it tends to be less overwhelming. Because even when I put the pictures out and a few people have, you know, commented on, oh, these are, you know, pictures are out of your family. And, and there's, there's a lightness, there's a sharing, and it's bringing that healing to me as well, that it's not something hidden or I've forgotten about or kind of pushed aside. So allow for this fall to be maybe even a time of discovery. Um, so I wanted to really share that essence. And then the last thing I'll say about, for now, about the fall and the seasons, that there is something to be said as well of where we live in the world, that there are climates that are much more neutral. Uh, you could be, you know, closer to the equator where your weather is not as seasonal, that you're, you're going to have some changes, but not to, you know, the, the degree that other places, you know, will offer the, the four seasons that you see. But it still does, our life is still, there's still a rhythm and a plugged in about that. So, um, but why I was bringing that up too is that if you are in a place where the seasons change, for sure foods and what we do for our body are going to be very relevant and important where if if the temperature isn't changing as much your climate is similar your foods might not shift as much as well so that's another consideration when we're looking at just the whole picture of health and seasons and how that plays out I think that's all that I wanted to share today. Um, again, thanks so much for dropping in. This will be the second part. So if you missed the first one, go back and listen to it. It should be the podcast right before this. And it is the fall um, kind of episode that we're looking at right now. And if you want to look at more information, you can check out my website. It's www.heathermalloytcmhealing.com. And that's M-E-L-O-Y. So thanks again for stopping in. I look forward to seeing you again next time.